Hey yo, this is Basketball with the Boys. I am Big Rut. And I'm G Monet. G Monet. It is the end of the 2018-2019 season. It is also the season finale of the Basketball with the Boys podcast. Yep. 29 episodes and running. Well, this is gonna be the last one. We're taking a break. Yeah. So till next season. <laughs> till next season. And then we'll talk about all the crazy trades that happen at the beginning of the next season. Yeah. Dude, I, I think for the first season of this podcast, I think it's gone pretty well. It's gone pretty well. We've gotten some listens. We've got some people gravitating to our, uh, to our opinions, um, just listening in. We want to grow that crowd next year, but this has been a good first season. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. I definitely agree. So what we're going to do in this final podcast for the season um, is just go over, you know, what happened this entire season. I mean, we, we got started back in October, um, but we want to talk about what happened uh, in the 2018-2019 NBA season, um, what went down? You know, our leaders that happened uh, or that that um, led the led the league this year, and uh, the finals, and you know maybe some some trades that have already gone down. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Um, so where do you want to start with the regular season? What do you want to yeah. talk about? Let's start. I mean, let's start with you know what what we thought going into the regular season. Um, I think everyone had their eye on. Of course, LeBron with the Lakers, um, how he was going to be doing with, with his young team. Um, you know, in the East, you know, we had, of course, the, the main teams that we always see coming out on top with the Celtics, the, the Raptors, um, and, you know, the, the Bucks kind of. But, you know, the Bucks really, really took control this year, don't you think? Yeah, for sure. I mean, they've done – they've been growing the past several years. Right. Um. But it's hard to kind of see those teams when you have such other dominant faces. Right. Um, you know, really the past several years, it's been Warriors versus the Cavs. And the Bucks kind of were like plotting and scheming mm-hmm. those several years. And this year they just took hold and basically ran the regular season, you know. Yeah. The best record in all the NBA and had a possible MVP winner mm-hmm. on their team yep so that thought that was pretty cool to see a different team like kind of come out of nowhere and take control and really uh do well yeah it was really interesting and it was also interesting too to see the 76ers come out and be the team that they were as well you know they picked up jimmy butler um you know Embiid was you know coming off in injuries playing well in this season and stuff and um they really they, they really put some pieces together um, you know, with that 76ers team, um, of course, they, they couldn't make it past uh, the Raptors. But, um, you know, the, the, those teams that you expected to make the playoffs made the playoffs. Um, <laughs> the, Blake Griffin came from the Clippers and, and, you know, went to the Pistons, and he had a pretty solid season as well uh, with them. Um, but, you know, the, the East was everything that it was cracked up to be. Um, with the with the the uh with LeBron leaving, you know, going to mm-hmm. going to the Lakers um and starting his, his time out there. Um on the west side really, um, you know, you saw the the teams that you kinda expected as well with the Houston Rockets, um, you know, of course the Golden State Warriors, um Trailblazers. Trailblazers. Again. Yeah. Nuggets were kind of a uh 
out of nowhere. Yeah, Nuggets came. Nuggets kind of came out of nowhere and, and really showed that they had a had a strong uh, lineup um, more than you would have thought going into the season. They they really outperformed their expectations. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, I think before this season, we knew the Joker was like pretty good, right? Um, didn't he win like the skills challenge or something? Something time? like that. Yeah. <laughs> and so like we knew he was pretty good, but like the team that they kind of put together was just like a, a well-rounded, yeah, diverse group of people. And I mean, they're playing in the West, which is always super difficult. Right. So, but I thought they played really well the whole season and, um, you know, they were second in the Western conference in mm-hmm. terms of their record. Yeah. So I thought they did well. I thought they like you know were surprising. Yeah, it really stinks that they can't they can't get the past the Warriors because you know if they would have played the Warriors team that was in the finals, there there may have been a chance that they could have got past them. Um, oh yeah. But I mean that that that's just how it goes. I guess you can't really can't really estimate or, or guess how it would go that way. But it just went the way it did, and it wasn't their year again. So right and. Sometimes you got to have a little bit of luck. You know? Right, right. Yeah, so, I mean, the the season was a great season overall. I mean, I, I thought it was a really entertaining season with, you know, all the stars that were on every team that really performed at their best. I mean, Paul George came out and had played amazing. He, he was an MVP candidate as well. Um, you know, Westbrook was, you know, still killing it with his triple doubles. Um, so Oklahoma City was playing really well. Um, but of course the Rockets were playing better. The Warriors were playing better. All of that just came together and, and I really, really outperformed the West, um, in yeah. the terms. James Harden basically said, Rockets, just get on my back. I'll score a third of the points. Every exactly. Time. Exactly. Which that's, is insane. That's just nuts. Yeah. I mean, he averaged, I, I think I saw a stat that said Harden has averaged the most like this season since like Michael Jordan. Really? Yeah, which is I mean, it was crazy. He did, like did so well in terms of like scoring. Mhm. But you know, I always think like you have to be like somewhat selfish to score like so much. And I feel like the Rockets really put a lot of pressure on him to score a lot every night. Mhm. And that may have been what was their downfall come playoff time. It may have been. Yeah, I mean James Harden, he averaged uh, 36.8 minutes per game um, over a course of 78 games in the regular season. So he was third overall in uh, average minutes played. So he, I mean, obviously to score that much, you got to play a lot. And he played a lot of minutes. I mean, he he was playing a lot and his team, I I don't know. I mean, he he had a good team on his back. Um, Yeah. But again, it's just like, when do you get burned out? When do you, you know, hit a wall? And I feel like that's come that comes around every playoff time for him. Right. Well, he's averaging thirty six points a game, so he is mm-hmm. averaging a point a minute. That he's right. Playing, right. Which is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, he was definitely, you know, did his best, but it's tough when you have other well rounded teams to go mm-hmm. up against in the West. Right. Yeah, I but, agree. Yeah, I think like you said before, um, people were anxious to see what would happen with the Lakers since LeBron moved there. And I don't know if it lived up to the expectations or maybe it did for some people. I I didn't think that it would be a great season because I don't think 
the first season that stars go to when it's a young team is going to be all that great. No, I agree. I and, agree. I mean, Lakers were real young and inexperienced, and LeBron went there. And I fig- and he got hurt a little bit, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he did. It wasn't the season I think he was hoping for, but I think now, next season, maybe a little bit better. Right. Brighter no, season. I agree with that. Yeah, especially with Anthony Davis going there. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Which I don't know how I feel about that either because they don't have any other players now. No, no. I mean, they they lost a, a lot of guys in their front court, and it's – I don't know. I mean, it, I think it all depends. It, the thing is, it, it doesn't always depend on the players either. I mean, Magic Johnson stepped down abruptly. And he was – Oh, that's true. Him and him and uh, the Bus family, they were, you know, obviously key components in, in constructing this team. And with with Magic gone and them trading away those players to get Anthony Davis, I mean, it's it, it's really going to be exciting to see what what starting lineup they have going into the into October. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I'll be anxious to see what they do or what they can work with with the well, – with the rest of their uh, <laughs> like salary cap, yeah, and um, yeah, I mean, not going to be much, yeah. right? <laughs> but um, other than that, I mean, we had a <clears throat> had a solid season, you know, with with the East and the West. We had um, some trades go down in the right before the trade deadline, and this one I want to talk to you about is um, Marcus Saul going to the Raptors, and in exchange. Um, you know, Memphis got Valanchunas, CJ Miles, uh, DeLon Wright, and a 2024 20, second round pick um, in exchange for the uh, Gasol brother. Um, I feel like that's such a random year. Right. Like, why 2024 second round pick? Yeah. You're like, we're not going to need that that year. So you right. guys can have it. Um, <laughs> but Gasol went to the Raptors and was a game changer, I think in the in the finals for and all throughout the playoffs yeah yeah I think he did really well um I think some games he definitely put out like Mm -hmm. he did really well in other games not so much but I think his games he did well outweighed the other ones oh I agree I agree yeah you could you could tell when he was on um I I mean because first quarters for him were were like that's that's where he came in and did his work um Mm -hmm. and yeah, I think it was really cool, and I I think if they would have kept those guys that they had, even though they're not super huge, you know, Kyle Kyle Lowry or, or Kawhi players, I yeah. still think they it would have disrupted their their success um, going into the playoffs and into the finals. Yeah, I mean, I think overall Gasol is probably better than Valanciunas mm-hmm, for sure. And but the thing is also that Gasol has more experience. Yeah. And I think that also played a big role. Yeah. Um, CJ Miles, I mean, those aren't – these aren't like bad players. No, teams, not at all. But I think maybe it could have been a chemistry thing, yeah. you know. These guys could have just worked better with Gasol than with those other guys. Yeah, exactly. So, but, yeah, I think that made a big difference. I can't believe – I guess I didn't realize it necessarily, but this was Kawhi's, like, first year with the Raptors. Right, I know. And he wins a championship. Like, that blows my mind. It, it blows my mind, too. I I don't know. I mean, how many times have you seen a star player that has been on a team for a, for a while, 
and go to another team and win a championship their first year. Right. I mean, off, off the top of my head, I can't think of it. Oh, no. It, it hasn't happened in a long time. So right. Bad. So, I I don't know. I mean, that it was astounding to see Kawhi, you know, almost uh, put the team on his back. But, I mean, he took he took a lot of control with the Raptors. Um, yeah. And he just played his game. So, it worked yeah. out. <laughs> he had to lock down Giannis. Yeah. And which I think was huge when they were playing against the Bucks. Right. And I think he did phenomenal in the finals, won finals MVP. Mm -hmm. So he definitely played a huge role coming into the Raptors. And I think that was something that DeMar just couldn't fulfill. No, no, I don't think so. So, but yeah, good for them. But I still think if the Warriors were completely healthy, they would have won. Oh, for sure. Yeah, Kevin Durant, (laughs) I think Kevin Durant alone, if Kevin Durant was healthy by himself and they lost like, you know, uh, Draymond Green or um, like Looney or whoever, they they would have won easily. Still, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate. But um, some of these stats that we have for leaders of the 2018-2019 season um, start off the defending leaders um, for point or rebounds per game would be uh, Jokic and Andre Drummond at 13 each. Um, do you think that's a little bit surprising for Andre Drummond, or do you think that's that's right where he's he's accustomed? No, I mean I think that's that's his bread and butter right yeah. there, rebounding. Yeah, and I think he's been a great rebounder for a long time, a very solid big man. And I'm surprised that Jokic or Joker has yeah. that many rebounds. Right. Like I know he's a center and everything, but he's really like a facilitator for the Nuggets almost. So, but for him to average that many rebounds and not, you know, be also an assist leader for the Nuggets and mm-hmm. a point leader, mm-hmm. that's pretty impressive. Yeah, that is impressive. I agree with that. And I think one one thing that the Pistons need to do for Andre Drummond is they got to trade him before he gets too old. He needs to be on a team where there's chemistry with him. I, he's been on that team for too long, and they've, you know, he's been too still for too long. You know what I mean? He, yeah. he needs to go to a team and use his talents while he still has it. Um, right now, the Pistons just aren't doing it, and I, I would like to see him on a team that would make sense. Um, that, that taco fall from the, from the draft from UCF or whatever, he, yeah. went, he went to the Celtics, and they needed a big guy because they're going to lose Horford, and um, they, they traded Aaron Baines. So if Andre Drummond went in and you know worked – alongside with uh, Taco Fall, that'd be huge. Yeah, definitely. Give him some tips and pointers and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, the next uh, assist, so assist leader was Russell Westbrook. Um, Russell. 10.6 assist point per game. Um, so that was solid. Of course, he, you know, he's a triple-double machine. Yeah, of course. Nothing um, new here. Right. Nothing <laughs> new. Nothing new. Um, Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. Underrated. Blocks per game, 2.60. Um, again, another huge guy that needs to use his talents before he before uh, he gets too old. Yeah, and I think – I mean, the Jazz – didn't the Jazz just make a big trade too? 
Jazz. Yes. So the Jazz made a huge trade. Um, we'll talk about that in a minute. It's okay. uh, that's I'm a trade that. That's a, you're getting a little ahead of yourself. That's right. Yeah, sorry. We <laughs> we we talked about it off off the podcast, but yeah, that's uh that's a big trade. <laughs> yeah. So they they may be a pretty good team coming this next year. We'll yeah. Bit. Yeah, for sure. And then the last uh the last stat that I want to talk about was steals per game, which is Paul George two point two steals per game. I had it wrong. Thaddeus Young uh, was the steal leader during the postseason. Um, during the regular season, Paul George, 2.2 steals per game, who also had a, a, a career season as well. Yeah. Um, to go with that, he averaged 28 points per game. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So he was – and him and Westbrook on the same team. Right. Right. The assist leader, the steal leader. Paul George is putting up big number for his points. You know, yeah. Westbrook's getting triple doubles all the time. It's I just don't even know what the Thunder need to do <laughs> to like go big because they have very competent players. Right. It's just they can't get anywhere in the playoffs. Yeah, it's it's terrible to see. Yeah. You hate to see it. <laughs> um so two interesting facts that I wanted to bring up here. Actually, one we already talked about Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal has had, or did we talk about Bradley Beal? No, no. Okay. So Off Bra- the podcast we did. So Bradley Beal had the most minutes out of anyone played this season. He had three thousand and twenty-eight minutes, which, by the way, was two hundred minutes more than the next player, which was Paul George and uh, and James Harden, I believe. Um. That's just nuts. I mean, he's he's playing 200 more minutes than – he's playing four more games than everyone else in the league. Right, which is insane. <laughs> he's playing 86 games a season. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, he's he, – he played – I mean, Bradley Beal is a, a very good player. Um, yeah. But, of course, you know, the Wizards just didn't have it this year. But, you know, Bradley Beal is a, a solid player, and he's – He's putting the work in, so that's that's great to see. Yeah, I agree. And he, like you said, he's a good player, and I think the playing time is good for him because he's still pretty young. Yeah, getting that experience, getting yeah. those minutes, and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, yeah. I think that's good for sure. Um, good. The second fact that I want I want you to talk about. <laughs> okay, which I just noticed this was crazy. Um, Ricky Rubio was second in assists and steals this season. <laughs> Which is crazy. Because, under the radar. <laughs> yeah, under the radar. Because you have Paul George with steals, Westbrook with the assists. You get all that in one with Ricky Rubio. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe that's where he needs to go. I Maybe. I, I is, that know, but, is that too much? Is that too much? It can't hurt them at this point. Like, right, exactly. Exactly. But I feel like that also helped the um, – like the Jazz do so well. Right. You know, because the Jazz have Mitchell and they have Gobert. So Mitchell's scoring. Mitchell – sorry. Mitchell is scoring. Gobert is blocking and rebounding. And this dude is assisting and stealing. Yeah. That's a, that's a, what you're supposed to do in basketball, right? You're supposed to have all five of those. Yeah. You just share the responsibilities. And so. that's all you got. That's your big three. Yeah. That's all you need. Why aren't they getting the job done? <laughs> I, it's not enough. 
it's not enough to beat the Warriors. Yeah, but I just that is crazy. I'm so glad you found that fact. Yes. He doesn't get like enough recognition. No, no, no. If you're not number one, you're not noticed. But to be number two in both categories, categories, yeah, that's crazy. That's that's impressive. But yeah, so let's while we're talking about the Jazz, let's talk let's talk about this trade that went down. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Just, uh, uh, so just to give everyone background, Garrett and I texted each other as soon as this happened. And we, it, it's such a lopsided trade. It, it just, so if anyone doesn't know, here's, here's what went down. The Utah Jazz had traded off Grayson Allen, Kyle Korver, Jay Crowder, a 2019 number 23 pick, which was Darius Basley. And then a protected 2020 first round pick. So they they have two first round picks this year and next year. Alongside three players that are solid players for the Jazz. Okay. Kyle Corver still has it in him. Jay Crowder still has it in him. Grayson Allen just is is now just getting started. Okay. Yeah. Right. The Memphis Grizzlies gave them for all of that. Mike Conley. <laughs> That's, That's it. it. That's it. There's no more to talk about about. They they gave him they gave him Mike Conley who had a record-breaking contract and did nothing after he got that contract. Yeah. Hasn't done anything. Yeah. So I who mean, who wins here? <laughs> nothing. The man has played solid, okay? Yeah. yeah. We're not, I don't want to no, say not, he's terrible. No. He averaged 21 points a game this past season. Six assists, like 36% from beyond the arc. Mm-hmm. Solid numbers. Yeah. Is that worth three good players and two first round picks? <laughs> Absolutely not. Not. No. no. That was ter- a terrible trade. I, I don't, don't even. They weren't even thinking. <laughs> no, they weren't thinking. I don't know how much money that the Grizzlies had to pay these people under the table right. in cash just to get rid of Mike Conley and get this deal. But they definitely did. Yeah, they like, did it. I don't know I don't, who processed this. There's no trade. logic behind it at all. <laughs> Whoever was sitting there and they're like, "All right, let's finalize this trade." And someone in the back was probably like, "Hey guys, I don't think this is a good idea." And they're like, "No, we're okay. This yeah. is going to be great. We'll we'll be fine." <laughs> yeah, you know what you're talking about. Yeah, and the Utah Jazz are like, um, "All right, let's uh, let's do this." And then the Grizzlies are like, "Ha ha ha." We got them. <laughs> yeah. Basically, I think they, like, must have done it while the Utah Jazz, like, board of directors or whatever was, like, half asleep. They were on vacation, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, hey, what if you uh, give us these three players and two first-round draft picks, and we'll give you Mike Conley, LOL. And <laughs> they say, oh, yeah, sure, ha-ha. But it actually happened. Actually happened, yeah. They didn't realize they were actually trading those yeah. people away. Yeah, they're like that's a terrible trade, and then the next day they find out it's uh, it actually happened. This is reality. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm really excited to see what the Grizzlies do this coming year. <laughs> they better do. I mean, they probably won't do anything. Cause I don't even know who else they have. No, they all, no. They got CJ and they got Valanciunas, and uh, basically the Grizzly traded away like their superstars and got a lot of solid players. Yeah, they got. I, I mean, I hope their bench is good. I think. I think with the players that they have now. It's going to be a, a solid bench, but 
it just depends on the competition in the East next year too. I you you always got to think about that, and I don't know. I all we know is Utah traded their their uh, life away for uh, no one. So yeah. Um, made a Why do you need game. another point guard? Do you have Spider Mitchell? Right. We'll see. See what happens. Whatever. Don't I, I could go on for another twenty minutes. Uh, <laughs> how, how dumb that trade was. That was the worst trade in history. Um, the other trade that happened that we mentioned briefly was Anthony Davis going to the Lakers. Um, the Lakers had traded off Lonzo Ball. <laughs> they traded off Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, a number four overall pick in 2019, which um, I think they had traded over to the Hawks. Um, the, the Hawks had got the fourth round pick or the fourth, uh, fourth overall pick. Um, that fourth overall pick was DeAndre Hunter. And then they also got the 2021 protected first round pick. Um, Pelicans get it if it's in the top eight. Otherwise, it's unprotected in 2022. And then a 2023 first round and a 2024 first round, both unprotected. So, again, the Lakers gave up a lot, but they also got an all star in return. Yeah. I mean, Anthony Davis is an animal. Yeah. That's no dispute. Yeah. But is it worth trading away your entire like half their team? <laughs> yeah. Half your team that was yeah. putting in lots of minutes for you this past season? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> and and here's the other thing. The Pelicans got these all stars plus Zion. Right. Think about yeah. that. <laughs> Well, if the Pelicans can keep these boys together for five years, Mm -hmm. imagine this team five years from now all playing together, all having experience. And if Zion does what everyone's hoping he does, which is dunk on everybody in the NBA, (laughs) then this team will be insane. Yeah, for sure. But they have to keep them together and working together. For sure. So, I don't know. Like, you have LeBron and AD playing together, which would be – I hope a lot of fun to watch. I hope it's fun to watch, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. But I don't know who the Pelicans are even – or, sorry, the Lakers are even going to, like, play. Yeah, I know. Who's their top ten players? LeBron Did, and AD. I, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. LeBron, LeBron, AD, AD, AD are going to start. Yeah, it's going to be five on two. Yeah. So hopefully they make some moves this offseason. I think Magic Johnson stepping down is going to hurt them. And uh, that trade definitely hurt him. So, <laughs> yeah, I agree. If Kawhi stays with the Raptors, do the Raptors win again? Do the Raptors win it win again? No, I don't think they win again because if Kawhi stays with them, and they get rid of some other guys, or they pick up some other guys, I don't think it's going to be the same. And I think they, I think they just squeaked by the Warriors this time around. Um, and I don't know if the Warriors are going to stay that way this coming year, though. It all depends on what they do in the offseason as well. There's a lot of ifs. There are a lot of ifs. Yeah. And that's what makes the offseason so much fun. Yeah, you're right. You have Kyrie maybe leaving Boston. Yeah. Maybe not. The Nets, the Nets said, we don't want you unless you bring Kevin Durant. Really? Yeah, but Kevin Durant is not going to play this Obviously, he's not going to play, yeah. So he may be in Boston. Who knows? You know, if the Raptors keep everybody, is Clay going to be out for this whole next season? Who knows? Here's the thing. If 
so the Celtics already know that Kyrie wants gone. They if they don't deal Kyrie, the Celtics it's just not going to be a good season for them. Obviously, yeah. The and Al Horford wants to go with him too. So, you know, if they can deal Kyrie and and Horford for someone that's, you know, a solid and can can work with those younger guys on that team, Celtics mm-hmm. might have a good team this year. Um, yeah, what we're gonna say about that. I mean, I I like the Celtics. I think they have a lot of yeah. good players. Yeah. But if they trade away Kyrie and Horford, they better get someone else in there. Yeah. Like someone pretty good. Yeah. I don't know who, but. Um, and then the Knicks picked up R.J. Barrett from Duke. Um, and a reporter the other day asked R.J. Barrett, do you think you have wide enough shoulders to put this whole team on your back? <laughs> put this franchise on your back <laughs> and he didn't really know how to respond <laughs> he tried to do it in the most respectful way possible and um so i don't know if if the knicks make some move this moves this year i think that'll be a good team to watch um memphis of course you know hopefully have a good team solid team mm-hmm. um the grizzly or not the grizzlies the uh hornets i don't know what they're going to do with kemba kemba says he he wants to be a hornet but you know, they might deal him. Um, right. Wheeling and dealing. Wheeling and deal him. Um, you know, they got uh, Dirk's gone with the Mavs, and now there's Porzingis and uh, and uh, Luka, Luka Doncic. And, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm excited to watch him next year. Yeah. Um, so who do, you think, who do you think was a better rookie this year? Do you think it was Luka, or do you think it was uh, – what's his name from the Hawks? Oh, Trey Young? Trey Young, yeah. Oh, Luca. Luca, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Trey Young, he's proved himself to be uh, pretty deadly from right. way downtown. But is he better than Luca? I think Luca's more diverse in mm-hmm. like a lot of things about basketball. Trey's pretty good at assisting too. Mm-hmm. But I think Luca's a good facilitator and you know, he's big enough to like get his shots when he wants to. Yeah. Like, he so- bully other people. So here, here's what I'll tell you. Luca led Trey Young in every category except assist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so they were neck and neck, though. Both had about the same points. Um, Luca had two hundred more, two hundred fifty more rebounds. Um, you know, Trey Young had about two hundred fifty more assists. Um, they were right neck and neck with steals, neck and neck with blocks. And uh, Luca played less games than him. He played about nine less games than him. So, yeah, yep. I'm excited to see what Luca does. Yeah, me too. It should be good. And if Luca plays his nine games, then I think it wouldn't be as close. No, for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But yeah, lot to look forward to. And Chris Paul wants out of the Rockets. Oh yeah, that's right. I feel like Chris Paul is just like. I, know, I feel like he has an attitude. I'm giving him. up, Chris Paul. Yeah, I thought he was. He was a classy, you know, solid player, but I don't know if he's always cracked up to be. Yeah, I don't think so. I think he's just like a, a bad omen. Almost. Right, yeah. And let's see if Carmelo comes back. Yeah, right. That'd be huge. Vince is coming back for another season. Vince is coming back for another season. That's great. Yeah, we got a lot to talk about for our next season. Oh, man, we are – the next, the first episode of season one is going to be at least an hour long. So you guys just, <laughs> you guys just wait. You think this just podcast is up. long? This it's going to be way longer. The first episode, <laughs> parts one through seven, is what it's going to be. 
So, <laughs> man, it's been a it's been a fun year though talking about all this. Yeah, you're right. Looking back over it now, there's I feel like this year's gone off forever. There's been so much that's happened. It really has, and we we didn't even talk a lot about the season. I mean, we talked about you know a bunch of players, bunch of guys from the past, bunch of uh, ifs and buts, and you know what yeah. what ifs, but. I think it was a good first season, and I think uh, this coming season we'll probably dive a little bit more into the the regular season than we did this year. So, yeah, yeah, I think so too. It'd be a lot of fun. So, all right, man. Well, time to sign off for this season. Um, might shed a tear or two after we get off. But <laughs> basketball with the boys is in the books, season one. Exactly. What do you think I've been doing this whole podcast, man? I've just been crying over oh, here. Just crying. Waterworks. <laughs> But, but it's been a great season. I've enjoyed talking about basketball with you all. Likewise. 29, 30-ish episodes. Yeah. And uh, I look forward to doing the same thing next year. Absolutely, man. We'll see all you guys next season. Have a nice off season. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll see you then. Peace out. Enjoy your summer. Peace.